Hey, everybody. This is Patrick, the Chief Monkey and founder of Wall Street Oasis. Just wanted to first off say thank you so much for listening to this podcast. Second, wanted to make sure for any of you in the market for financial modeling training, remind you that Wall Street Oasis does have some incredible financial modeling training courses, including Excel modeling, financial statement through, you know, linking up the three statements, DCF, valuation, M&A, LBO, um, even more niche courses like 13-week cash flow, venture capital course, real estate modeling, you name it. Go ahead and check them out at wallstreetoasis.com slash courses. Thanks for the support. Hello and welcome. I'm Patrick Curtis, Chief Monkey of Wall Street Oasis, and this is Monkey to Millions, a show where you get a front row seat as I mentor young students and professionals to try and help them break into their dream jobs. In the first cohort, you'll meet four students, all preparing for intense job interviews while trying to also balance a personal life and schoolwork. The goal of this show is to shine a light on the struggles of trying to break into competitive positions with a non-traditional background and to give you a roadmap for your own success. My hope is that as you get to know these four impressive students, you're inspired to dream big. Remember, these are real people and this is their true story. Let's get to it. In this session, Grace gives us an update on her accelerated recruiting processes with Molus and Blackstone. Learn why networking early really does pay off and see how we make dramatic modifications to her resume now that she has IB internship experience. Enjoy. All right. Another session with Grace here now in 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, So it'd be great if, yeah, just give us an update. I think we spoke a little bit before Thanksgiving um, and yeah, what's been going on since then. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, on winter break right now, and my school actually extended our winter break, um, and then they just took away our spring break. So now I have all of January off, which has been nice. And um, I've been, I guess I've been, ta- I've been really, I think, like using my time while well. I've been keeping busy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been taking the time to catch up with a lot of networking contacts who I'd made probably like early last year around that time and yeah. catching up with them. And then kind of also when we started, you mean, I'm sorry, kind of when we first started talking, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So I've been catching up with a lot of those people. And then also um, a lot of the firm's applications for their spring programs, their sophomore programs mm-hmm. have been opening up. So I'm starting to apply for a few of those and going through those processes. So um, like I was just talking with someone from Mullis earlier and I'll be applying for their spring program and going through that process. So um, those interviews would be probably late January, early February. Could you have it off? <laughs> Could you have yeah. it off? Like less stressful with school, with no school. Mm-hmm. Yes. And the good thing is now, I guess, with all the interviews being virtual, it's a lot easier just to fit them in, in different parts than since we don't have to go into the office for anything. Yeah, you it's never um, quite as inconvenient. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Cool. That's awesome. So you have that Molus one lineup later this month. Uh, remind me, you kind of accepted for this summer coming up already, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so City. this summer I'll be at City and yeah. In the next probably month or two is when we'll be hearing more from them about which groups uh, I'll be in. So Mm -hmm. because I'm part of their sophomore program, I'll be going through two to three product or coverage groups within investment banking. Mm -hmm. So when 
they'll assign this is probably going to be sometime in the next couple of months. And is it considered like a full on inter Is it considered a full on internship where you're actually? Mm -hmm. doing so it's still a summer analyst program. It's just yeah. for the sophomores. They structure it different, a little bit differently. Do you like? Is it more like you're just watching what's going on, or are you actually doing work? Do you feel like? I think it is actually doing work, and of yeah. course, if we're in person, then it will be a lot more so, and that'll just be for everyone. But I think it's set up with the idea that as the soft the sophomores can have more exposure to a few different groups, and then you could come back your junior summer and you would be in one group the entire time. So so that way it's becoming narrower, um, but you have more to choose from in a sense. You have that better exposure as a sophomore, and as part of the sophomore program too, it's a lot smaller compared to the junior summer analyst class. So there's some things that we'll get to do, um, like different networking sessions that are just for the sophomores. So um, I've, I've heard really good things about the program. So I'm looking forward to it. It's awesome. Hoping okay. that it will be in person. <laughs> yeah, and then you had said, uh, was it Blackstone or um, that was yes. essentially you're in the process for that. Is that end of January as well? So that'll be a, probably be a month or two later. Okay. Um, I is did. Is that for junior summer? Yes, so that would be for 2020, summer of 2022. Yeah, okay. And uh, I did that when the women's program took place in November. And then um, the past month or so, I've been talking with people in different groups there. And are my top the, choice there. Are, yeah, sorry, go ahead. go ahead. Oh, so I, um, I think I mentioned before, I'm really interested in their infrastructure group. That's my top choice. Yeah. So um, that's especially what I'm doing in January is just talking with more people there in preparation for when that process really starts up or their accelerated process will start up late February, early March with interview, the different rounds of interviews taking place throughout March. Very cool. Exciting. And, and in terms of the, um, the prep for that, are you feeling like you're getting, are you able to do any mock interviews with anybody? Um, I haven't yet, but it, the way it looks like is especially with some of the phone calls I have coming up, I'll get a better sense of what exactly I should be doing the prep mm -hmm. and what I sh what resources I should use for that, especially. Yeah, tell me for how the networking kind of calls <laughs> and emails are going now that you have the internship lined up already and all this stuff. I bet you it's better. I bet the response mm -hmm. is great. Definitely. And at this point too, a lot of the people I'm talking with are connections that I'm making through people I've already talked with. So mm -hmm. I'm seeing now how much it paid off to be reaching out to people, even like the very beginning of my freshman year, because mm -hmm someone who I met with early my freshman year just connected me with his sister who works at Blackstone. Yeah. And all I had to do was mention to him, I said, oh, I'm going to be going through this process in a few months. And then he connected me with her. So it's a lot of connections through other connections, which I think are even better. Mm -hmm. And that was the same thing with um, the phone yeah, call I had earlier with someone at Mollis was because someone I'd already talked to connected me with her. Yeah, it's all so, warm, warm intros now. Exactly, yeah, um, which so has they, been nice. The hit rate's nice. And plus, you're not asking for anything right now. You have mm -hmm. the internship already lined up for the summer coming up. You're not like scrambling. So it's just a, it's a great seat to be in. Mm -hmm. um, so you're, you're kind of, it's, it's interesting because when somebody's aggressive and starts early enough, this kind of just goes to show you how much of an advantage you have now. Because you have things lined up. You're now networking with nothing. You're not asking for anything. You're just trying to build relationships. So it's great because assuming you do decently well at the internship this summer, 
um, that could turn into a junior summer offer, but then you're going to have other places potentially you, that are trying to give you junior summer offers before then. Um, so hopefully that just keeps opening up more, um, more doors and you can choose to kind of have your choice of what type of, uh, group you want to be in and what type have you learned a little bit about like the, the lifestyle of the infrastructure group and anything like that? Has anybody been honest with you about what it's like there? Are you talking about it? Blackstone? Blackstone, or yeah. City? Blackstone. Oh. And it, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I mean, it sounds like it's, I mean, even infrastructure or real estate, any of those groups, it's going to be long hours. It's a lot of work. Yeah. But also, I think I've gotten a sense of, especially in the infrastructure group, because it's a newer group and it's a smaller group there, mm -hmm. um, just the dynamics of it and how the analysts work and I guess the, yeah, the group dynamics, um, I've gotten a good sense of. So I've um, heard a lot of positive things. And um, even just from talking with other people at Blackstone, too, who have interactions with some of the different groups. Um, Are they doing I, decent deal flow, that, even though it's new? They're growing really quickly right now. Okay. It sounds that's like they've been adding a lot of new people. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you don't want to go to a group that's not doing good deal flow or ends up pitching, <laughs> pitching all the time. Right. Um, so that's great to hear. It sounds like you're in a really good seat. I, all I would say is um, over these next three weeks before kind of you start doing some of these interviews is just to do mocks as many as possible. And that could be with um, just friends, anybody who's willing or other, other, do you have other people at uh, Fordham that are kind of going through the same thing right now? Mm -hmm, yes. Can you connect with them to ask them, Hey, can we do some mock interviews on zoom? Mm -hmm, yes. And I especially highly... several upperclassmen who have already gone through it. I would um, highly recommend you do really that and, and ask them if it's okay if you record it mm -hmm. and then watch it. And then you'll be like, oh, oh, man, I could have <laughs> done better than that. But that, that, if you just force yourself to do like five of those, just five in the next three weeks, so like one every four days, if you just force mm -hmm. yourself to do that, that alone will prep you probably better than anything else because you'll be like embarrassed the first time. I mean, you're already in, in pretty good shape. I remember we did a mock, um, but just it'll force you to study a little bit more. You won't want to be as. Uh, rough around the edges it'll make you a little bit more polished and then your answers by the time the real thing comes around you're not going to be looking for anything it's going to be automatic mm -hmm. but really i would i would aim for five okay if you can it, it can be half hour it doesn't have to be like an hour long interview it can be a half hour interview um mm -hmm. you know maybe you ask one person to give you more technical another person to give you more behavioral mm -hmm. um, and don't underestimate the behavioral and making sure those are polished too mm -hmm. right why this firm why this you know why this group type of questions mm -hmm. um, most of my um almost my questions in my interviews for city were behavioral so i'm glad i had a lot of good practice through that too yeah yeah that was great um okay so anything i can help with i mean i think that's my only advice i mean you're, you're kind of coming up it's great that you have this time just use it um use it really to prep for the interviews so that you're really comfortable going in and like you already have an internship lineup so you're coming from like a position of confidence you should not be intimidated at all and that's the beauty of it is you can really come into it almost like it's just a conversation like any one of your other networking conversations mm -hmm, right but just be ready to answer like if they want to throw a technical at you just be ready for it and it, mm -hmm. not, not flustered yes. you know what i mean um yes so come with that confidence you come with like especially over a zoom video conference you show a little bit more enthusiasm than you would normally in person because it's such a like you know, with a screen, it's hard to, sh it, it comes across, you almost come across or anybody comes across more kind of just less excited. Um, I was reading a thread on WSO the other day about this guy said he didn't have enough energy in the interview process. Like 
they're like, you have to go, you have to go a little bit more like higher energy on zooms, like smile more, like make better eye contact with the camera. So it's more like you're looking at them rather mm-hmm. than like, if you have, you don't want to be like this talking. Right. You know? <laughs> um, so little things like that can matter, but just make sure you have, make sure you definitely have enough energy. Um, make sure you're positive, um, excited about the firm, excited about the group, excited about the opportunity to work with really smart people. If you, and if you get those points across um, and you kind of explain kind of your situation, I think a lot of firms are going to be interested in giving you, uh, bringing you in for the, the spring weeks or whatnot. Mm-hmm, definitely. So that'll be fun. Anything I can help with? Like, it's, I can't believe it's almost, it's 2021 and like, you're going to be <laughs> done with sophomore year. <laughs> it's nuts. It's nuts how right. fast it's gone by um, with such a crazy year. But um, yeah, anything I can help with kind of as you approach these? Do you want to do a mock with me before um, before D-Day or you feel like you're in good shape? Well, first I was going to ask just to look over my, so my resume. I've yeah. updated a little bit. Um, sure. Um, so after this semester and then recently um, someone, a Fordham alum who works at a small private equity shop asked me to send my resume um, for possibly getting involved in junior year of recruiting. So um, he had mentioned putting my city um, position on there, even though I haven't started yet, just to put the incoming to show I have that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can share my screen. Yeah, I just, um, I just, just added that in. And then I made a few changes to my the bullet points for what I have for my Berkeley internship right now. Um, okay, so I'm looking. Yep. So you guys, so you still have Fordham up the top. Fine. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I didn't really change much of this. I mean, I updated my GPA and then. Horrible GPA, by the way. I don't know what <laughs> <laughs> How do you even get a 397? It's like 1A minus or something? Yeah, it helped that. Uh, well, last, yeah, spring semester of last year, we could pass fail certain classes if we wanted to. So I did that with a few. And then I got all A's this semester. So that boosted it a lot. That's great. That's great. Okay. Actually, so three nine seven. Yep. Um, I put a little more space between your um, education and experience, if you can. It looks a little crunched under honors, just visually. Oh, right. Like so, mm-hmm. the big sections give 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 me a little bit more right. space there. Okay. Um, like double the height on the yeah. Um, okay, I think I have a small size there. Yeah, and I've can, been playing around with it a lot because of it keeps spacing. wrapping. <laughs> it keeps wrapping. You can you can always uh, take off like a point one from the margins and stuff like that mm-hmm. if you need to. Um, so, okay. Citibank incoming investment banking, summer analyst, summer 2021. Great. Okay. Yeah. I, I agree with that. I don't think that's bad. Plan and produce. Do, what, what else did you change in this? Just that. Um, and then these bullet points under Berkeley, mm-hmm. I, I think what I, I think the second and third one are the same as what I had. Um, but then I changed this one because I figured, um, if I could talk about or mention one specific deal that I worked most heavily on. That was good, but you can let me know if you think there's a better Yeah, way. I actually think what would make this resume strong. Can you scroll down a little bit? Mm-hmm. Teen advisor. Yeah. So I think, you know, what would make this resume a lot stronger for banking and finance mm-hmm. is if you um, move the John Hopkins um, stuff to almost like an additional information section. Okay which will give you a ton more space. Did you only work on that one deal with, with Berkeley, with Berkeley? Or I've worked on a lot of smaller ones, but this is the one where I had 
the most involvement and the most responsibility. Okay, so but but my point is you could create a, a selected transaction experience section. Okay, because a lot of them were things that either haven't closed yet or That's okay, pending. kind of died halfway through. That you can say. You can say didn't close, you know, but the whole point is um, to be able to talk about them. Like as long as you know those deal, if you know, even if it's just two, you could have the see the two, the second and third bullet, create pitch books and perform initial finance. You keep mm -hmm. those two, but instead of having that that two line bullet at the top, mm -hmm. then have a line that's called selected transaction experience. And you say uh, enterprise uh, enterprise software, uh, Europe-based or enter, enterprise survey software business in Europe. Um, what would it be? Sell side? Mm -hmm. This is all sell side. Sell side engagement, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, and then you'd say, um, under that, you could say, you know, uh, plan and produce executive summary slide, buyers, a last one page business overview. Um, is that all you did there? Did you do any modeling or anything with them? Any valuation? Um, nothing concrete that I could really mention. Yeah. And substantially. Do you know, do you know what the valuation was and what those analyses looked like when they were mm -hmm. for this specific transaction? Yes, I could. So I would. That kind of fudge that a little bit i mean okay. <laughs> you don't have to say you did it like you could say um you could say just like you reviewed or something like that helped review okay. blah, blah, the valuation da, 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 so that and just just know it well so if they ask you okay what was the what did the precedent transactions look like what did the trading comps look like at the time when you're doing the analysis just make sure you have an answer for that okay uh, but that'll let you put in like you know some of the key terms like valuation these trading comps precedent transactions and dcf Okay. And then make sure you know those <laughs> for this deal. Right. Make sure you know it. And then maybe one other. So you okay. just have two, two selected transactions. Um, you'll get a lot more space if you move the teen advisory council and the medical school class. That's very like, uh, it's screaming like medicine to me, which makes mm -hmm. me a little nervous and it's taking up almost half of your experience. Right. I keep it on there just because people always ask me about it. And it's one of those things that people say makes me stand out, mm -hmm. especially when someone's just skimming a resume. No, it's good. So, I, I think it's um, I think it's great, especially the the address. I just think we can we can condense it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Um, right. So I, I think, removed I've over time I've removed and condensed the bullet points, especially under this one. Yeah. Space. Well, yeah. Now you have more relevant stuff. So mm -hmm. like I think the addressed hundred fifty, um, like maybe get rid. Maybe could we combine them? So so you could say John Hopkins Teen Advisory Council. Um, patient class and white coat recipient. Um, I'm trying to think of how we could maybe combine them. Mm -hmm. This is an award almost, right? That John Hopkins- Kind of, class. yeah. It was like a recognition in a way. Yeah, so that I almost feel like, um, if you go scroll under additional information, oftentimes people under certifications, you could have a certifications and awards there and you're, only, you're a little light there on the certification with only Bloomer market, market concepts. Mm -hmm. So you could do, Award and certification, you could say honorary patient class member, white coat recipient, or John okay. Hopkins, you know what I mean, right there. Mm -hmm. um, oh, and then just move this bullet point. Well, not the whole bullet, but you could say address mm -hmm. over 700 100 medical students in parentheses, just like that. Okay. Um, and then and the people, ask, people will ask you about that. People go to the inf additional information mm -hmm. almost to just cause they'll be like, what was that about? You presented a 700, you know what I mean? Right. So that'll still come up a lot in the thing, it'll still make you stand out, but it, then, that, then it's gonna give your resume a little bit more breathing room up on the selected, to allow you to do the selected transaction experiences, get the key terms in there, um, which mm -hmm. I think will be really 
will will really make you um will make the resume look very like financy and like oh she knows how mm-hmm. to structure it you know what i mean mm-hmm. the only so thing because this- it may be hurting you without you knowing around having two john hopkins things having because th- they may think oh she why is she going pre-med mm-hmm. you know what i mean i don't know if you've, mm-hmm, had, if you've had that question before but um no i think not yet I think I, I'm able to offset that because yeah, everything up here is all business related. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, so for the selected yep. transaction experience, would that be something where I had one line saying just that and then sub bullets for those two different examples? Yeah, like let me get, I'll get you a, I'll get you a, um, there's an experienced um, resume template from WSL. Okay. Um, it's it's free out there. I don't, I don't know where it is. I can find it on my computer, but it's basically experience deals, uh, resume template. It'll show you okay. how to do the selected transaction experience. It's basically just a, a new line with an underlined italicized, like selected transaction experience colon. And then you have like, um, you know, two or three bullets there, but typically you'll have like one or two bullets on the general things you did. So like create pitch books for m and da, 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 form initial fa- financial analysis of media companies, less than 10 million revenue seeking buyer. So like that would be your first two bullets. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have like selected transaction experience and then you'd be like more specific. It would be like, um, you know, $300 million, whatever, $100 million survey survey software, da, da, da. So it's good to have like the dollar amounts in there if you can. Even if they're really small. How small is the media, the survey software um, provider? Their revenue or their EBITDA was maybe 2.5 million. Okay, yeah, that that's range. really small. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was really, it was just me and my MD. No, it's fair. It's fair. It's, it's, it's okay. Um, yeah, maybe not. Maybe not. For like both of the, yeah. And then for the other example, it's something similar. Even though that was a transaction, the other one that I was going to include was a transaction that did close. Yeah. But again, it was a very, very small. That's okay. But maybe just say enterprise, uh, don't even say enterprise survey software, just enterprise software, uh, Europe-based enterprise software dash, um, Sell, you know, in parentheses, sell side, and did it? Did it close? That one did not. That you could say pending. You could say mm-hmm. in process or pending, and, and okay. you know, just figure out a way. I'll, I'll get that. I'll get that template over to you because you'll see some are saying pending, and some will say close. Okay. Um, and then from there, you can just say what you did under what your responsibilities were. Um, okay. But I would try to add like at least something with like helped valuation or you know reviewed valuation. Just you okay. can have the word valuation DCF precedent and trading comps in there mm-hmm. okay um, and make sure at city you do some of that if you can mm-hmm. right because all the valuation for what i've worked on at least it's just been precedent like nothing i haven't that's done okay. anything with dcfs that's okay so just say precedent mm-hmm. precedent transaction okay. analysis um help prepare precedent transaction or help review precedent transaction analysis <laughs> okay <laughs> you know, i don't think your md is gonna be mad at that mm-hmm. if like you do it you know what i mean um, right mm-hmm. um so that'll just help. It just helps with just getting keywords in there so that like somebody glancing through the resume will be like, Oh, she has transactions. Oh, okay. She did present transactions. It just makes it look even more financy, more businessy, more IB. Mm-hmm. And mentally it says, okay, she, she knows how to like sell her sell, basically sell herself as a banking analyst. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is good. So, um, and you say create pitch books or how many transactions. So what were you doing in those? If you weren't doing any valuation? um it was more the qualitative aspect more qualitative stuff okay mm-hmm. like industry and exactly industry analysis. research that kind of thing okay um 
yeah, it, feel free to send it to me. I'll take a look offline. Okay. Um, once that selected transaction experience is added, because and once you figure out what to do with the John Hopkins, to, to, okay. You may want to just um, one thing you could do if you want to leave the Teen Advisory Council is just that's mm -hmm. just remove that sub bullet. Okay. Um, and and keep the I think the 150 plus hospital leaders is still the most impressive, and then the awards you could put put it down in the additional information. Mm -hmm. Okay. The, honorary, the patient class member. You could just call okay. a white coat recipient because otherwise it gets really long. Mm -hmm. Right. The John Hopkins white coat recipient. And people aren't going to know what the honorary patient class member. You can just say what it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, I always tell people like with their titles and what they're they're like, but the titles. Um, I have a new I have a new mentee by the way. His name's Victor, and he's like, my title was he's he's a much older guy um, who graduated undergrad at like thirty or whatever. Um, he's trying to get an IB, and he was saying how. Um, he was a like a linguist something. It was like I'm like no one knows what that means. Like no one's gonna know this. I'm like just say you were a language specialist, like or a language <laughs> you know analysis or or like analyst. Um, because he knows like seven languages and stuff. So, um, wow. so I was like just just change the name. I'm like nobody cares. Like no one's gonna come back to you and say like that's not the official title. Um, it just do it so that the the reader can understand um, what it was. Same thing with like. You don't have to have like the whole thing, like honorary patient class member and white coat, just have white coat recipient. And then that's okay. going to, that's going to trigger a question and then you can go into it. Okay. How many people get the white coat recipient reward? It's just one each year. That's a pretty big deal out of how many people? Um, there's not really a pool. I would but is it a think. patient? It's more of an arbitrary process for how they select someone. It was more of like they had seen me in my prior speaking engagements and I've been active on the council for a while. So then someone kind of picked me out. Because hmm. I would love if there was something more. Like I didn't, it wasn't something I applied for. I didn't even know about it until they came to me one time and said, are you interested in doing this? And so what do you, you have to do something to get it? No, that's the, it's not like there's criteria to get it because it's all just a recognition. For what? And That's it, my, it was all the people had seen me in my prior speaking engagements, such as the one I mentioned here. Yeah. Um, and then also just my other work on the council as an active member and someone who represented the council at various events um, and to various departments of the hospital. And so the school gives you that as, a, as an honor. Mm -hmm. So the medical school working closely with the hospital then. Um, someone there identified me and invited me to do that. That's cool. Mm -hmm. so, so, yeah. So if you can't put a hard thing on it, it's okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, oh, the other stuff in the financial modeling, um, you may want to put number of hours down there. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. um, you have mentioned that before. Yeah. Just to, just to quantify a little bit more. Mm -hmm. over you know over 100 under 100 hours of self um self teaching using you know whatever was mom blah blah, blah seminars all of that valuation mm -hmm. three statement i would also include uh dcf down there okay um i would include uh have you done any lbo no any mna courses have you done our not, &A not course really yet? okay um after these interviews to strengthen your resume for junior year, I want to be able to add M&A and LBO 
there mm-hmm. as well. So it'll be something I'll be like, go take the DeBall Street Races courses. <laughs> <laughs> just so you can put it there. Um, okay. Because I think um, it'll it'll help just make you put even more, have more of the keywords in there, make it even more, um, more focused. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sound good? Yes, sounds good. Okay, so yeah, just send it to me, you know, whenever, next week, whenever you're done with it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And um, it's looking really good. It's looking great. I think just getting the selected transaction experience in there um, and moving some of the, the hopping stuff um, so that you have that room to keep it to one page okay. will be really good. Okay, great. Thank you. Yeah. It's good to have that. that um... Congrats on the GPA. That's going to hurt you. That 397, that <laughs> A-. It actually might help you. Right, because I guess it looks better almost than a 4.0. Yeah, because if you had 4.0 in high school and 4.0 in college, you'd be like, oh, whatever, this person's going to be boring. <laughs> <laughs> but if you have 4.0 in high school and you're like 3.97, they might actually make fun of you a little bit, joke around with you, and it's kind of a funny um, thing, like your GPA is horrible. Um, <laughs> but it's good. It shows you're like, you know, it's okay. You're not so – because at a 4.0, you don't know how extreme somebody is. Mm-hmm. Think of it that way. At a 4.0 where the scale can't go any higher, you don't know how extreme or if the person's in balance. Mm-hmm. Whereas at right. 3.97, you're like, okay, so you're, you're like riding on that edge where you, you, you probably could have gotten a 4.0, but you're doing other stuff outside of just mm-hmm. only study. Um, that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, it probably will, it'll change a little bit next semester. We'll see. It's okay if it goes down a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> if it goes to 3.8, it's not a big deal. If it starts going down to 3.6, 3.5, then I would be like, you know, you may be hurting yourself a little bit mm-hmm. at that point. At this point, I have a good cushion. You do. You're in good shape. Um, and plus, everything's so early nowadays that you're probably going to get all your jobs for post-graduation before even, <laughs> like, within a year. Right. So <laughs> exactly. My last three semesters, I'll probably, hopefully, won't have to You care. won't have to worry, which will be awesome. Mm-hmm. That'll be the best, uh, the best time. And you better actually enjoy your senior mm-hmm. year and stuff. Um, okay. Um. That's it for me. Yeah, Is that it from I you? So. I think so. Okay. I'll look forward to that new resume. I think it's going to look great um, once you get that deal experience in there. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, just make sure if you do write that stuff around the precedent transactions that you review them, review before the interviews mm-hmm. or whomever okay. you send it out to if, if they don't have that one. But it's still good to know. Like, mm-hmm. okay, what were the ranges? Where, you know, which ones did you, which precedents did you include? Why, why didn't you include this one? Um, stuff mm-hmm. like that, being able to speak to that. Um, okay. Dale will actually look really impressive. Uh, okay. Did you have to make any adjustments to the precedent transactions? Why? Um, Which ones? Impairments, okay. you know, yeah. restructuring charges, mm-hmm. uh, legal costs, one-time one-offs, one-time fee, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. If you're able to talk about that in detail. Okay. Um, so don't just glance at it. Actually look at it and, and mm-hmm. know it. And then for the other deal, the second deal that you said closed, but it was really small. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and there wasn't as much that I did on that one. So mm-hmm. I helped with research for the buyers list um, and like making the teaser document, but because it was such a small thing, we didn't make any kind of SIM for them. It was more just the company had their own prepared executive summary. So mm-hmm. there, again, there wasn't as much, and it'll be a little repetitive of some of the things I did on the first one for the other example. Yeah, well maybe what you do. It's not quite as involved. Yeah, maybe on the first one that you're a little more involved and you use like the transaction and the stuff and the others, and then you save a few of the things for okay. the second one. <laughs> right. <laughs> there okay. could be a little overlap, but you don't want to be say the same exact mm-hmm. thing on each right. one. Right. Okay. Um, if that makes sense. But I'll, I'll take a look once you send it to me and I'll, I'll okay. give you my feedback on that. Um, and you said that template is 
on I'll Wall Street releases. Yeah, or... it's somewhere free. I let me look it up right now on Google. Let me see if I can find it. I feel like I have seen that experience, somewhere before. Experience IB resume template. Let me see if this works. WSO. <laughs> All WSO templates. Here we go. Private equity. Let's make a resume template. I don't know if this has the transaction experience. Anyways, I will find it for you if it's not here. Here we go. Uh, go to this link if you're looking for an investment banking resume template with deal experience. Here we go. Oh no, it looks like it's redirecting me to the same one. So that's not good. But I bet you I can find it. Uh, but yeah, I'll let me. Uh, we'll we'll call this this up this session, and uh, I'll find it for you right now. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Thank <laughs> All you. Right, thanks, Grace. Talk soon. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. And thanks to you, my listeners at Wall Street Oasis. If you have any suggestions whatsoever, please don't hesitate to send them my way, patrick at wallstreetoasis.com. Until next time. 